This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. I want to give a podcast shout out to Brady. Brady. Brady, Brady I know you're still <laughs> listening. Do you want me to read the message from Brady? You go. Yeah, it was on your Facebook. Uh, so you go yeah. ahead. Uh, your podcast are getting so lame. You and Kat are fear-mongering with the privilege from working from your home. Everyday working people are getting forced to stay home for weeks because of a damn runny nose. Colds are going to be around forever. I can't even start with all the concerns from your podcast. You used to be cool. <laughs> I like that. Do you want you, to start? You, do you want me to you start? You used to be cool, man. <laughs> do you want me? Do you want me to go first, or do you want to go ahead? I'll, I'll go first, go uh, and then uh, you can weigh in on this because I'm not a hundred percent sure what Brady means here, but. Basically, what I'm getting from this is Brady himself got sent home from work because he had symptoms that could be confused with COVID-19. Or Brady had a kid sent home with symptoms that could be confused for COVID. It was a runny nose and that could be caused by allergies or any number of things. But frankly, nobody is drawing a distinction right now. And the reason for that is simple. Like when it comes to the schools, there's a shit ton of kids that are getting sent home from school left, right and center because they've got runny noses or they've got a tummy ache or they've got a headache or whatever. And the schools have to err on the side of caution because if they let a kid stay who has something that could be a COVID symptom and and they let them continue to mix around with that cohort and that kid eventually ends up having COVID, well, people are going to be calling for their heads. The parents will be losing their minds demanding that teachers and um, uh, ECEs and educational assistants and principals and vice principals be fired for letting that kid stay in the class. I get it. Now, in a workplace, we're all adults. I think that we can uh, probably be reasonable about this. Like, eh, fuck, all right. Yeah, you got a runny nose. Obviously, you have allergies. You had allergies last year and the year before. I get that you suffer from allergies. So it's fine. Just, uh, you know, keep your mask on at all times, not just when you're at your workstation. That's probably a reasonable compromise. But some people don't want to take the chance. They don't want the negative publicity. They don't want any of that shit. So they send people home. And it sucks. There is nothing protecting people who get sent home or the parent that has to leave work to go and pick up a kid who doesn't have COVID. They've just got a freaking runny nose. Nobody is paying for that day that they had to take off. No one's compensating them for that. And nobody's compensating the business that they had to leave either. You know, I mean, if you're working at, um, I don't know, you're in the drive through at Tim's and you get a call from your kid's school. Yeah, little Johnny's got a, a runny nose. So you're going to have to come pick him up. Oh, and he'll probably be off for a couple of weeks until you can get him a COVID test or a, a doctor's note to say he doesn't have COVID. You know, that fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. I feel horrible for parents and people that are getting sent home. Brady, I think you and I are on the same page. I, th- I think uh, you're projecting a little bit from your own personal situation. I don't know what the fuck that has to do with this podcast. But what I will tell you is, because I really, really, really want to clarify, and then we'll circle back to Kat here. It doesn't matter if you think all this is bullshit. 
It doesn't matter if you think the CDC is full of shit. It doesn't matter if you don't like Dr. Teresa Tam. Frankly, I don't like Dr. Teresa Tam either. I think she should have been fired months ago. It doesn't matter because if you continue to spread your shit on social media, oh, this is all made up. This is a disease that was made in a lab in China and all that sort of stuff. You're perfectly welcome to believe that. I'm skeptical about a lot of these things, too, but it doesn't matter how I feel or how you feel because we're not calling the shots. The government calls the shots, and until they get those daily numbers down to a manageable level, nothing is going to change. And when you put all the shit out there on, on social media and, and try and convince people that this is all a hoax, all that does is empower other people to be like, you know what? Today they changed my mind. Fuck it. I think this is all a scam. I'm not. Nobody's going to tell me to wear a mask or tell me how many people I can have in my house. When you do that and more people start to, to buy into that shit, it's just setting us further back from the goal. We all agree. Let's take the damn masks off. I want to be able to take the mask off. I don't want to have to put a mask on. I don't want to have to sanitize every time I touch anything that's not in my home. I don't want to have to have kids sent home from school and people lose their jobs and businesses shut down. But we're going rapidly towards another lockdown, and nobody wants that. That will be almost fatal to our economy and to people. Uh, People will die. They really, really will. And we don't want that at all. So all I'm doing here is trying to get people all on the same page And the sooner we all do it and get these numbers down, the more likely we are to have some of these restrictions loosened. But frankly, I'm not going to not when somebody puts something stupid out on Facebook like, uh, well, why aren't Sweden didn't have any lockdowns? Sweden didn't close any businesses and they've got their numbers under control. Like that was one that just came in on my Facebook as we're recording. Uh, Let me point something out about Sweden. Sweden has a population of 10 million people. They've had 88,000 infections and 6,000 are dead, almost 6,000. Here in Ontario, we have 14 million population, just Ontario, 14 million population, 30,000 something infections and 2,800 deaths. I don't know how people are using the Sweden example because it doesn't work. It doesn't support your argument. I don't want to put that shit out there. And, and have more people say, yeah, yeah, you're right. This is all bullshit. I'm not doing it anymore. And have the numbers continue to spread. Mm-hmm. We all have the same goal. All of us have the same goal. We just got to get on the we same should. page about this, everybody. Well, he, and, I don't uh, even disagree with some of the shit I read. But yeah. I'm not going to propagate that because it's not going to help. Okay. Um, if I you may. go ahead now and talk to Brady. Okay, Brady, Brady, listen, Brady, Brady's not alone in the way that he's feeling. And you touched on it a little bit, Scott, when you said stuff about projection, because I think what, what, what the everybody's dealing with here in their own personal situations. It all sucks. And you're right. We need to get on the same page because it's sucking for all of us. Um, and before I get to my personal thoughts on, on Brady's uh, comments, um, I think there's an issue right now with people like Brady and sorry to use you as another example, Brady. And yes, even I'm going to apologize to you, even though you tried to whatever ream us out this morning on Facebook, but people like Brady are hopping online and they're all they're seeing is what they choose to see. They're choosing to go online. They're choosing to be overexposed, in my personal opinion. I think there's too many people that are going to go ahead and accuse others of fear-mongering, accuse you of fear-mongering, but they're going to those sources. You're choosing to hop on Facebook and look up all these COVID stories. You're choosing to turn on the television at certain times when you know in the news they're going to talk about COVID. You're choosing to turn on the radio at times when you know they're going to talk about COVID. I work on radio, and I'm telling you right now, 
media wise, I shut down. I need to do that for myself because I know that I don't want to be overexposed to too much information. I get the basics. I get the numbers. And obviously I talk about it every single morning. So for me, I know a time where for me personally, I shut it down. I stop. I focus on my family. I do what I have to do. I don't look up any of this shit on Twitter. I don't look at anything else because I know that's what I have to do. That way I'm not sitting there going, fuck you, fear mongerer, when someone's just doing their fucking job. Like, excuse me, but that's someone's job to give this information and to talk about facts. And that's all it is. We're not sitting here talking about every single theory in the world that's happening right now. And there's a ton of them. And can we talk about them all? Sure. Do we? No. But your choice every day is to listen to this, to watch this, to do this. And maybe you do it as an escape. But in some cases, people are, I think, overexposed to it. And perhaps that's the case for Brady and maybe not. But I think that's an issue, A. B, well, well, first of all, Brady, I'm not working from home. Uh, Yes, Scott is, because it made the most sense for us. And also, the company won't let me come to work. That's right. I'd love to be in the radio studio, but I'm not allowed to. FYI, he's not allowed. A, B, um, you going on and on about people forced to stay home for weeks because of a damn runny nose, this is bullshit while you sit here in your privilege. Well, here we go. That's not necessarily the case, okay? And yes, I go into work every day. My husband also, essential worker. He's been going to work every single day. I have two little kids, one of which, a baby, had to get a COVID test because she had the fucking sniffles, okay? So I'm in the same boat as every other parent out there. I fucking hate it. I think it's stupid. All I do is talk to my friends who are teachers that feel like shit, by the way, for having to go through with the protocol, and it is protocol, so stop blaming the teachers because your kid had the sniffles and they had no choice but to send them home. It's part of the process of school. You don't like it, just keep your kids home. And I know that's easier said than done. I know in my scenario, what would I do? I'm not really sure. But... It's not fun. I mean, my sister, same thing. She had to get a COVID test for her little one because she's in daycare. Then she had to wait for the COVID test results. And in that meantime, she couldn't work. You know, it sucks for everybody. And don't think that we don't realize that. Of course we know that. So I think that he's completely misconstrued, like doesn't understand our personal situations. But that's fine. From a personal point of view, I don't care. Those things I kind of... Uh, at this point, just roll off my back. I don't I don't really care too much. But I do want to make everyone aware of how much they're exposed to the information. You know the facts, and you should know the facts. Do all the things you're supposed to do. Wear your mask. Wash your hands frequently. Make sure you're still doing all those things that they really pushed back in March, April that we should be doing anyway. Make sure you're really, really doing those things. Be careful. Watch out who's in your bubble. Uh, stay close. Cancel events if you have to. Do all those things because it's not going away is the point that I keep saying over and over again because then we have people shocked that there's a quote-unquote second wave looming in a possible announcement today regarding that second wave that this is why it's not this it doesn't mean it disappeared just because our cases dropped low so just just be aware and that's all i keep pushing to people to just keep it top of mind do all those things you're supposed to do and yes i know it sucks because i'm in the same boat as everyone else we uh, we're a lot closer than we think here. You see all the fighting online and, and my Facebook is terrible for it. I apologize if you get stuck getting notification after notification because people keep weighing in. But people are passionate about this. But we are closer than we think. We all have a common goal in getting back to normal. We want to get rid of the masks, open everything up, send kids back to school. Let's fucking do it. Enough's enough. We get it. But nothing is going to happen. Until they get the daily numbers under control. And they keep telling us, hey, wear your masks, physically distance, that sort of shit. That's what we're being told to do. And if we all do it and the numbers go down, that puts us a lot closer 
to doing that. Uh, telling people it's all a myth or a hoax and the, it was man-made in China and all that sort of shit. Yeah, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I wasn't at that lab in Wuhan, although I do think China's got a lot to answer for here. That's a totally other topic. But um, either way, no matter how I feel about it personally, I just think the sooner we all get on the same page, the faster this is going to go away. And we kind of proved it in the summer. We got down to below 100 cases a day. That was real close to having it under control. That's why things were allowed to go to phase three and reopen. We're not going to be able to stay in phase three if the numbers keep going up. And we've been over 400 new cases three out of the last four days. Today's numbers will be out soon. Uh, As we record, it's now 9.45 a.m. So I guess let me just put a bow on this. It doesn't matter what I think about it, and it really doesn't matter what you think about it. The only thing that matters is nothing is going to change until we all get on the same page. Does that make sense? Is that a good way to sum it up? Yep. No, it's true. We do need to all get on the same page and stop yelling at someone else for their... I mean, thankfully, it's been peaceful in that way where people have made their own choices that's best for them and their family, but stop projecting. Stop projecting. That I'll I'll add. We do need to get on the same page, and you need to stop projecting your situation onto everybody else because everyone's struggling in one way or another. Nobody's sitting on a high throne immune to this virus and immune to all of the impacts that it's had on our lives. We're all facing it together, so let's act like it. Let me read you a comment that came in on it was one of the popular discussion sites. It's from a woman who wants a little bit of feedback on her personal situation. Hi, my boyfriend has a girl best friend. He was friends with her before he met me. He had a crush on her two years prior to meeting me. He hangs out with her every few weeks doing things like drinking at the pub together until it closes, which he doesn't do with me. I know they may be just catching up, but it hurts. Tonight, he went out with her, and he was reassuring me the whole night that he loves me and how I'm better than her and not to worry about that. Well, I've been with him for two years. I've never once met her, and I've met all his friends. She never mentions me to him. It's like I don't exist, and he says he loves me and that he wants children, a future, And to marry me. Yet when I ask him about her, he says he loves her, but not in the way he loves me. Then he told me he wishes he slept with her when he had the chance. Whoa! But that's over now, Kat. That was two years ago. This woman, (laughs) this woman, she ends it with this. What are your thoughts on this? He hasn't done anything wrong. But just the way she is and what he has said doesn't sit right with me. He's taking her out tomorrow to see his sister's dog while I'm at work all day. It makes me want to cry. The question is, well, the general overall question is, is it okay to be friends with a member of the opposite sex? And should your partner have an issue with that? specifically about this does she have a point dude this is a different this is a totally different scenario and and anything involving a couple a relationship and outside ties it's never a black and white issue for me it's never a blanket always yes always fine or always no never this is a lot of red flags pop up with this story for me. If that was a girlfriend of mine and my, the, that girlfriend of mine told me about this, I go, whoa, that's a little sketchy to me. Going out with them um, without you, you've never met her. 
that's strange to me. That's kind of one red flag. Another red flag, they, get, they go out drinking together and stay up super late together. And she he doesn't even do that with his girlfriend? Problem. So why? I mean, my question would be why? Why won't at least they he let the two of them meet? First off, let me say this. You and I are up together in the middle of the night. You and I have gone drinking together many times. Events, and sure. you've never met my girlfriend. That's correct. Well, the, the, well, the, the, totally. Again, this is there's so much backstory to that, though. A, COVID. Obviously, I haven't even met your girlfriend this year because we couldn't ever get together. Um, and B, we're coworkers. This is a totally, that's a totally different relationship. It's different when you're hanging on to, and that's my perspective. I, I feel like he's hanging on to this relationship because he's hoping secretly something does happen. Hmm. Totally different. He admitted to having a thing for her, still hanging on to that relationship, still wanting to go for drinks with her. And someone brought up this morning by text, well, maybe he's worried that if the two do meet, that girlfriend will be a little bit upset by it and he'll have to cut ties with his friend. Great. Actually, you made the point for me. Why are you so nervous about losing that girl in your life over your girlfriend? Your girlfriend should be top priority for you and everybody else falls underneath. If you want it to be a serious relationship, that's what you got to do. And if the people think that it has to, it can be on an equal level. N- no. Uh, especially in this case where the guy admitted to wanting to get with this chick and still hangs out with her constantly. The whole thing is just, for me, Scott, red flag, red flags everywhere, everywhere, dodging them here and there. I think that she needs to realize this guy has a thing for this girl that he's been still hanging out with all these years later, and he's still lingering on to the hope that something will happen. That's the way I see it. He was friends with her for years before he met his current girlfriend. Yeah, there was something that happened back in the day. He wanted to get with her, and he was honest enough to be able to admit that to his current girlfriend. He put everything on the table. Now, does that mean he has to introduce the two? I'll be honest with you. uh, My girlfriend has met most of my friends, but there's a couple she hasn't met. These are friends that typically I would golf with or something like that because she doesn't happen to be at the golf course. Maybe friend and girlfriend don't have a whole lot in common, and he thinks, eh. There's no point. Maybe he's just afraid that that's going to invite confrontation that isn't good for anybody. Eh, You know what? I could introduce the two of them, but why? You know, they probably won't get along anyway, and I just don't want the drama. It's just going to make my my girlfriend paranoid. There's just no point in, in letting worlds collide here. Maybe there's something to that. Maybe he just wants to keep everybody happy and it's better for everybody because he knows nothing's going on. It's clearly not. He knows nothing's wrong here. No, it's clearly not better for his girlfriend. I feel bad for her, actually. And I also, if again, if I was her friend, I'd be like, wake up, girl. Something's wrong. This guy's living on shady lane and you're just along for the ride. But can you be friends with a member of the opposite sex? Can there be a totally plutonic relationship between a man and a woman? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. See, and when you put it that way, black and white, yes. But every story has a little gray area in it that will make you say either yes or no. It's not a black and white question. But overall, can it happen? Absolutely it can. I think so. Is it possible that she's just super insecure? 
Maybe she's talked herself in her head into something that's not actually no. happening just because of her paranoia, no, so which is all based on her insecurities. He's giving her every reason to be insecure when he doesn't invite her along at least or bring that girl to their place if they share a place or offer to get them together so that they can meet. He's giving her every freaking reason to be insecure. I had a crush on her. There's one reason to be insecure. I hang out with her without you and close down bars even though you and I don't even do that together. There's another reason to be insecure. Oh, I'm going to go shopping or do whatever with her and not you. There's another reason to be insecure. He's giving her every reason to. And don't get me wrong. She's sticking around. She keeps on doing it to herself, too. You got to pull yourself out of that situation, sweetie. So if you were her friend, you would actually tell her, you got to pull the shoot on this one. This isn't going to last. Yeah. I I don't think it's going to last. Absolutely not. This guy's still trying to get in the pants of this other chick without question. Or maybe he's in love with the other chick. It might be a little bit more than that. Okay, let me ask you a question. If she is that concerned about this, what's the next move? Should she tell the boyfriend, I want to meet your friend. I want to see what's going on here with my own eyes. Or should she reach out to the friend and say, hey, I know that you're a friend of my boyfriend's. I was thinking maybe the three of us could hang out sometime, get to know each other. Oh, that shouldn't be on her, though. But yeah, she could do it. She could. Really? That seems like confrontation city. Ooh, that just seems like you're inviting trouble there. Like maybe he knows best. Maybe he just knows. Yeah, these two are not going to click well together. She is uh, not going to understand that we're just friends and she's an attractive girl. So it's just better off if they don't. And again, I go back to that sketchy. Because why are you holding on to that so badly over your girlfriend? That that's basically what you're doing is you're saying, I don't want to give this up for my girlfriend. So why? Why, why, why? I have so many questions for that guy. And, and it all goes back to me just based on the experiences I've had. And I, I just know how people are. This guy's got a thing for her. So that's where I sit on it. Wouldn't you feel bad, though, if this guy is totally legit? He's really into this girl. The other girl is truly just a friend. He could this could be a great relationship otherwise that could get ended all because of a misunderstanding. Misunderstanding. Invite, Maybe it's a invite misunderstanding. Her. No, invite her over then. Have her part of your relationship. Have her part of your inner circle. That's fine. Sketch City, Scott. Put my stamp on it. <laughs> okay, there's that. And how are we for time? Do we have to wrap it up and wait we till tomorrow? We do have to wrap it okay. up. Okay, no problem. We'll do a shorter one today because yesterday I know we went a little long. Sorry about that, everybody. We've uh, still got to talk about Ellen. We'll try and get into that in tomorrow's podcast and Halloween and a whole bunch of other stuff. And whatever gets announced today, which is going to be the first part of the plan for the second wave, we will talk about that in tomorrow's After 9. In the meantime... I know you're fired up. I know you feel strongly one way or the other about this guy and his girlfriend and his girlfriend. DM us anytime at Cat on Air or at Scott Fox on Air on Instagram. Have a good one, everybody. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. (laughs) And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.